favorite yeah, beer yeah. that I would go to choice would be have to be a Stella. Facts one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? It's clean. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it doesn't like kind of irritate my stomach. So okay. I do this. I do the Stella. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I go for like a high beer, a seven or a nine percent. You know, depending. But yeah, Stella is my go-to. Um, artist. Um, here we go. Like it will have to be like the thing is like for me to get motivated and reach inspiration, I have to listen to a certain type of frequency. And most artists don't have that frequency. You get me? So I like to be outside the box. So I will have to go. My choice will have to be Drake. You know, um, just because he'll put you in a certain mood, and, and, and you think about it in mindset, it'll make you want to produce. You know, make go into production or whatever. You know, um, then uh, I guess the food of choice. Uh, my favorite food of choice uh, would be chicken. Any type of chicken. It doesn't matter. and Easter podcast. I am Ohead Ed, your host as always. We're back at it again. Another video episode, another podcast put together. Shouts to us versus the buff for providing the visuals. As always, got nothing but dope guests, people that are, you know, doing their thing, um, have a story to share, and then they have opinions on beer, music, and food. So we always get into that too. Uh, without a doubt, I'd like to shout out Atlantic Barbershop. 6514 West Atlantic, Atlantic Barbershop. Come out, get the haircuts, look fresh. Before you do anything that matters in life, you gotta have a clean cut. This is the place to be at to do it. So y'all know what's up. Um, without a further ado, uh, the gentleman that I got with me today, um, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I pride myself on my introductions and, and there's so much knowledge that's gonna come from my man that I'm like, I gotta do it justice, but I am so unprepared. But what I could tell you, what I could tell you is that this man um, is is a, a driving force behind some of the uh, some of the South Florida media gang productions you see, whether it's the Human Sushi, whether it's WVCC. You know, what I'm saying he's connected. He's 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 outside, outside, and then he'll bring it inside. inside While well, we do inside, the inside, inside stuff. Inside, inside. Um, not only that, man. I I would consider him the Turpanese translator. <laughs> None other than my man, Sick Vic. Sick Vic, how we doing? Thank you, brother. Yo, Sauce you, King. Sauce King's in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, you know. If you've heard the podcast, shouts to Human Sushi, shouts to WBCC. You know what Sauce King's in. But we're going to get to know more if you don't. Yes. yes. We don't. We ain't going to hold it against you. No. We, we're, here, we're here to educate and entertain at the same time. Yeah, share the love. Share the love. Dope, dope. So, Vic, man. Um, Kendall, right? Kendall Lee is Kendall Lee is Shout out to Elohim. He's the godfather of that right there. <laughs> Yo, we're going to give him props for that. Yeah, we're going to have to die with it on the grave. There's a lot, a lot of big, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of big people that are coming out of Kendall. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's their hometown. Whether they moved out of it or not, but we understand, like, Kendall's a driving force behind a yeah. lot of, you know, a lot of things that's coming, being attracted to, like, South Florida or Florida in general, you know, mm -hmm. finally we can say we have a lot of face cars mm -hmm. like myself poster boys, you know, like you're gonna see that face 
here and there, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether inside or outside, you're definitely gonna see his face. <laughs> you know. So tell me about. So tell me about Sauce Kings. Let's get right into it. Uh, Sauce Kings basically is a brand I started. Um, it's it goes both ways. Uh, Sauce Kings basically we do have a a sauce that's coming out like a guava lava sauce, a barbecue sauce. Okay. So originally, it really stemmed from there. And then everybody was like, well, why don't you start your own cannabis brand? Why don't you get into the industry? And I said, you know what? I like the name. It's appealing. Basically, um, it's like, what would you like to call? You got the sauce. You know, you got something that's, you know, going to, like, uh, move the meter. You got something that's going to elevate you off the ground. So, yeah, that's where the name went into it, Sauce Kings. You know what I'm saying? And then each man in itself is like a king in general. If you think about it, we're all kings. Mm-hmm. So there it is. You got the Sauce King. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah uh, uh, Gas Kings doesn't have the same ring to it because I know gas. I mean, me being the old head, yeah. it's like I I kind of keep an ear open for the the slang. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I know that young cats are like, oh, this is straight gas, and uh-huh. I like Sauce Kings better. Sauce, and I saw, I saw, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna see the words are gonna change in the culture. You know, mm-hmm. from it's lit, it's loud. You know, what I'm saying that. Yeah. Like, all the words kind of change every yeah. year too. So you're gonna definitely make an impact with the word now, Sauce. In the industry. So, how familiar were you with the cannabis industry when you decided to kind of um, incorporate that into, as well as the uh, the barbecue sauce, the guava sauce? Well, uh, we got like thirty two years experience inside the industry. Mm. Already. You know, whether it's in the outside or the inside, you know, we've been a part of it from the east coast to the west coast, mm. and now I get to travel the world and educate people on uh, growing systems. You know, how to set up their rooms. You know, conduct mm-hmm. business uh, inside this trade. So it's it's it's, it's kind of um, the gift and the curse at the same time because okay. we do have a lot of gray areas. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, it's something that I'm dedicated and I'm passionate about in my life. So I decided to chose this path. I went on a, a little corporate path for a little while okay. just to know like business structure, get familiar with it, how it is, how it works when you're reading contracts and stuff like that and talking to different people, associating yourself with different corporate brands as well. Um, then I said, you know what? The office is not for me. I got to be true. You know, I'm a people person. I got to be in the streets, you know, I got to catch a regular flight like everybody else, even though sometimes we fly in first class, but you know, we got to associate ourselves with the community, with the people. That's, yeah. that's why like it's, uh, it's driven by your fans, by how many people you touch, you know, mm-hmm. they're not speaking about you. They're not saying your name out of their mouths. Basically you're not relevant. You're dead. You're a has-been. Mm. You, you know, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what it is inside the community. When you think about it, you know, you got to deliver time and time and time again. You know, to get it popping in the hood, like we like to say. Yeah. And once you're popping in the hood, you can leave that area and go build on something else. You yeah. know, go set up ground two, phase two, you know, go to another country, set your tracks, you know, off the beaten path first. Mm. And then you go ahead up and you set up your tracks so everybody can benefit from it. So, yeah, I would like to say that. Okay. <laughs> so, so to build off of that, um, the blueprint you developed in yeah. the hood to yeah. get people to kind of support exactly. and push you doing. forward. How, how does that translate? I mean, is, is it a is it is it pretty much carbon copy, copy where you go into someone else and you kind of apply the same thing? No, it's different. You got to read everybody's energy. Okay. You know, some people are in it for the money. Some mm. people are in it to build a relationship. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying to become family, pass the contracts. You know, pass the business. Um, other people are just in it like. Uh, like a, they don't know where they stand, where they stand at that moment in time. It's like you know, you could be doing something for three or five years and leave it. So you, you yeah. get a, a lot of people inside the industry that are basically, it's a lot of like, where you come to associate yourself with business. Remember, a lot of contracts don't close, so it's like a ninety ten ratio, eighty twenty ratio. You know, you already know who's serious about business, and you know who's this just kind of around. Like I said, the people around it 
but there's the core of it. That's what I call the inside, the inside. Gotcha. You know, the people that move and shake. Dope, dope. <laughs> so, all right, so 32 years ago, yeah. Um, I mean, we all have visions. Yeah. Can you say we all have we all have visions? Sometimes we hit on these visions. Sometimes we have dreams. Sometimes yeah. we have hope. Um, How did it start? Where so, did it start? Yeah. So thirty-two years ago. Fifteen years old, basically. Okay. For, yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-nine. Okay. 32. How how did that start? Um, well, it, it was a simple path for me. Like um, there was a route I wanted to be a lawyer, or I wanted to to basically like study nature, study agriculture, mm -hmm. but. I didn't know what profession, you get me? Okay. But I know I love the outdoors, you know. Um, one of the slogans for Sauskins is enjoy life outdoors. And right now, another company is like, we could endorse that. We'll talk about that a little bit later, yeah, because that slogan itself will attract that type of, you know, person that's looking for that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, let me see, what should I say? The, the route was basically study nature, study the blueprint that God has left us that a lot of men, they can't decipher. Mm. So like I said, there's a lot of... <laughs> it is, it's deep, it's deep. You yeah. know, what are we going to get to levels to? But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of free energy out there that uh, sometimes like gravity is free energy right now mm. and solar power is going to be the next big revolutionary yeah. you know, wave. So invest your money in the stock market because they're going up. That's free game right there. But anyway. Yeah, I'm going to have to um, put this on a Patreon because now y'all. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> if it gets any deeper than this, I'm going to put it behind a paywall. Y'all going to have to subscribe monthly. But <laughs> <laughs> signal, don't let me stop you. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, that was the path. And I said, you know what? Let me go to this kind of, let me go to this high school where they teach you about agriculture. You know, you basically go camping. You know, it was a different type of school. Uh, but I don't want to say the name and That's where we started growing. You know, we were growing lettuce. We were growing uh, raspberries, berries. We were just okay. growing. Uh, Apricots. We were growing stuff indoor hydroponically, and then the teachers like, you know, hey, we got some cannabis, but it was just more test scientifically. It was gotcha. just growing like trial and error, just growing, and then that's basically yeah. where it started in high school with wow. one of the teachers actually that opened up to us and was like, you know, only a few, you know how it yeah, is, yeah, the only yeah, yeah. inside the inside crowd. So yeah. they opened up, and that's why I was like, wow. And then we started uh, basically growing marijuana, you know, from there. Like uh, I wouldn't say full time. I would mm -hmm. like to say part time. Okay. Just like I said, experimenting with it, you know, you didn't have a place, you didn't have the money, so you kind of yeah. get them from people, mm -hmm. or, you know, in the roof or in the closet, just trying to do something, you know. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it became like your hobby and your obsession, wow. what drives you, you know. Yeah. And then, like you said, connected with what you guys, your experience with the outdoors yeah. and your enjoyment of the outdoors. I mean, trees are trees. Trees are trees. You know, these it. trees are that tree. Trees, trees, trees yeah. are trees. Trees are trees. And it's there, the blueprint. It's like... Um, the, the the fruit you know there's vegetables like, well cannabis is, is is considered a fruit if you look it under scientifically okay. it's a fruit it's gonna flower and then it's gonna give you a fruit you know so you just wait and it has seeds and it has like, that's that's the best part about it sometimes it has seeds yeah has, <laughs> <laughs> wow and if wow. you're strain hunting you could get a seed you know and grow the same cannabis that you purchase in one of the bags it all depends if you know the bud or the quarter whatever you purchase mm -hmm. sometimes he knows sometimes they have a seed. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people know that, you know, and then that's mm -hmm. what you grow, you know, or you could go to a seed company and buy the seeds from them themselves. Because okay. now the industry's big. You can shop online for whatever product you want. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so having this in mind and just kind of coming up and learning the ways of um, getting the most out of, a, of, a, of whether it's a vegetable, a plant, a fruit, what have you, um, at some point it becomes about like testing. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, well, what do we have here? Yeah. Like, is it what is is it worth it? And then how does that process go? Like that between what you got and then comparing it to others. I mean, I'm sure there's a science to it. Yeah, but it's uh, you know what's so funny? It's uh, it's basically growing is so much of, of a common sense type of type. Uh, I like to say type work. Uh, mm -hmm. If you pay attention, like I tell people, they ask me, well, where do I learn how to grow? You know, what applications did you do? I said, well, it's very simple. I looked at nature. Mm. God gives you the blueprint. Mm. That's what I said. You try to mimic. Man, yeah, yeah. how man gets better in life is mimicking somebody else, you know, best performance. Yeah. You like yeah, the yeah. way that's put, right? Or no, wrong. it makes you sense. You want to be a basketball player, I mimic Jordan. Or LeBron. That's what we do. Yeah. We mimic until we get to that part that we're considered good. And then from there... You try to experiment. You go and, okay, I understand this application, this application, or this specification, but let me go here. Let me touch this. You know, like I, I consider growing, it's it's in numbers. It's in ratios of 100%. So your CO2 is a certain percentage, you know. Uh, your PPMs, your pH, a certain percentage. Your water temperature is a certain percentage. Your root zone temperature is a certain percentage. You know what I mean? Your day and night temperature ratio is a certain percentage. So all these percentages are applied in the whole of 100%. So I say each okay. one might be a 12.5%, a 7%, and then you add them up. So then from there, you can start dissecting. But that's the way I look at growing, and I explain it to people. Most people don't look at growing that way. Most people look at growing, like I said, a lot of people are growing cannabis, but they're not delivering a great product because okay. they don't know the science. So gotcha. you have to, you know, you have to kind of at least grow, you know, like what we say, 10, 20 years to say, okay, we give it to you. Past 30 years, it's already everyone knows you're like a grandmaster. You, you know what you do okay. when your eyes closed. It's just yeah, way even, over the 10,000 hours. Talking about, it, yeah, it's not even, point. you live inside the garden. Like I said, if you're not living inside the garden, then how could you understand what your garden is going through, you know, from mm -hmm. the minute it wakes up to the minute it goes to sleep? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to study that right there. Yeah, you know? And, and I'm, I'm sure that that affects your schedule exactly. because plants don't, Plants don't recognize an eight-hour day like we do, and then come home and then you know get eight hours of sleep. It's Not a whole other. It's a cycle, yeah. It's yeah. eighteen six, eighteen hours on, six hours off, and the veg cycle and the flower cycle. It's twelve twelve, twelve darkness, you know, twelve light, and then depending on the equatorial stages, you might want to diminish the light in in the, in the ripening stages. You know, maybe eleven thirteen, eleven on, thirteen off, or ten on, or fourteen off. Okay. Because remember the sun throughout different stages of the world, it falls on different times. Mm -hmm. And it's a longer sun. Yeah, know, yeah, that's, that's sunspots and yeah, exactly. and longer winters. No, mm -hmm. for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, again, coming from someone who very, knows very little about it, um, you, I, I mean, 32 years ago, before before votes, before states started implementing or loosening up restri restrictions or voting on certain policies, mm -hmm. Like, what was that like when you heard that, let's say, like, Colorado and California or uh, is it Washington State also? Is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Washington when you start hearing that these, these states are, like, loosening restrictions, yeah, and like, yeah. what was that type of, like, feeling? Uh, let me see. Um, I didn't, how would you say, didn't bother me one bit mm. because it's, it's all in the, uh, I guess, how we say is all um, to make it now the cannabis basically a legal medicine for people. Mm -hmm. I understand it's taxable. Yes, we all understand. We all understand both parties, the three parties, even the parties in the middle. They need to make a certain commission or a percentage of the ROI. That's that's facts. Yeah. I understand that. That's the game. This is business. If you're not here for business, then you go home. It's not an emotion. 
This, mm-hmm. this is not ran on thoughts. It's run on the numbers. That's the system. Um, it's good because you have a lot of people in different countries. Like I said, I get to touch base with different scientists, you know, different nutrient companies. I'm, I'm involved with a lot of corporations, you know. Um, you see them study the plant, and basically they give they are giving you different informations because there's basically, I believe right now, scientifically, they've gone to 108 properties inside the cannabis. And right now, we've only discovered four. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, so just understand, you know, how powerful that plant is. You know, yeah. we still have no idea what's yeah. inside that it's still so they, yeah scratching the surface is even an understatement even, that's not even a percentage that's still the one percent of that 108 think about mm-hmm. it that might be a 0.8 that's not even a full percent if you wow. do the math so yeah i get excited yeah because we're going to derive different properties now how long is going to take to discover all those properties then that's i said quote unquote that's up to science mm-hmm. you know because yeah. we know we already know the four the thc the cbd the 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 delta and there's a new one uh the cbg i believe okay yeah so that's what they're helping for patients, you know, for joints. So I'm pretty sure that now they found that, they'll go and everybody, the big farmer will go and attack this. Everybody put the name brand on the item and the SKU number and now it goes into store. Okay, next, what's next? You, gotcha. you gotta go right back into the microscope and see what else can we attract from the cannabis property. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So it's fun. That, I can imagine, <laughs> I can imagine. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So um, we have a whole section dedicated to East, but yeah. I, but before we get there, cool, cool. I, we got to talk um, going from flowers and smoking it to ingesting it, yeah. um, the edibles. The edibles. Um, <laughs> how we just took an edible right now before we got here. Okay, okay. Yo, yo, I'm sure it was sauce milligrams, <laughs> milligrams. It was like, but yeah, we took the edible. Yeah, the edible's good. Uh, it's, uh, edibles are are made for people who have like uh, who don't like to smoke flour. Mm-hmm. Basically, they don't want to contaminate their lungs because we know if we're smoking, we're contaminating yeah. our lungs. Yeah, like the, the human body is typically not designed to yes. ingest. It's not a filter. It's a filter for, you know, oxygen, not mm-hmm. for carcinogen. So gotcha. here we go. So some people will basically induce the medicine, like what we like to say, via mouth. Gotcha. So that way, go ahead and it's, it's a different application, you know. Um, that's why it's done in milligrams, you know, because mm-hmm. each, each, body has a certain percent of cannabinoids and then that's going to take the, attack the cannabinoid system and that's what gives you your high at the mm-hmm. end of the day so you know you like you start like all oh, the companies that are providing edibles in the market is 40 to 70 milligrams per edible there are some companies that will give you you know a big chocolate bar or a big gummy bear depending you know with uh 400 or even a thousand milligrams you gotcha. know that's what the application says wow. you know yeah. if you go to the proper you know dispensary that has a lot number and it's batched then you know it's 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 came from a proper source, <laughs> proper source. A proper because there's source. a lot of things going on in the industry right now, and yeah. like you know, so we won't get into that conversation. No, I, a lot of bootleg, a lot of fraud. You know the really? products, but yeah, that's okay. that goes on in every industry. Anyway. Yeah, no, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Um, you mentioned CBDs as a, as another alternative, where now yeah. it doesn't have the hallucinogenic properties. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of THC either. It's point under point one or point two, depending. Per country, what's so the legal limit? Got you. So the effects of CBD, you won't get so much of the high, but what do you get from the joints the relaxation part? Okay, of it, yeah, to uh-huh. to relieve anxiety. Like, um, I try the products and I'm like, wow, I I, I see a, a different effect from mm. a normal high. Okay, just it, basically like cutting the edge, like how I like to say, if you're drinking a beer or two, having a little bit of wine, 
That's basically the same thing with CBD. Mm. It won't really lift you, you know, off your gotcha. couch or put you in your couch. Like, you know, you can still do certain things and be functional, but it doesn't have a lot of TAC and content. You know, it's gotcha. very low. Excellent. Um, Vic, we, we talked a lot, and, and you hit them. I mean, we're talking percentages. We're talking about we're trying to keep it under 100. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the rule of thumb. The science. It ain't 108. Science. It ain't 115. It ain't 120. No. I mean, we give it 110% all yeah. the time. For life. It's it's for life. That's it. Same thing in your marriage, what you give out to your kids, you know, what you give out to work. That's what I tell people how I look at life, 100%. So, you know, rule of thumb is we can't make – you know, free game here. We can't make our negatives become our positive because everyone has a negative or in life we have negative. What mm -hmm. we can do is, you know, apply all our strengths into the positives to make it better. Gotcha. You can change a little bit on the weaknesses, but you can't bring that game up to three, four hundred percent like you can what, what you're like skillful in life or what, mm -hmm. you know, what, what they say you're good at, you know, whether yeah. you're business or you're you're family driven, you know, some men are just family driven, Correct. but they're family, other friends of ours uh, do graffiti, you know, a lot of people we know do a whole bunch of different things, so that's what I'm saying about when you give it 100%, what are you doing within that 100%? Dope, dope. Where can they find you 100% of the time? Ooh. With all the social handles. Uh, I mean, besides outside, outside. Outside, you, you, you got to look too at, far. At Sauce Kings with a Z305 and uh, at uh, underscore hurricane underscore Joe underscore hurricane underscore Joe. Joe yeah that's the, the the fun one the games and then the sauce kings that's all about the brand but everywhere you can see me you know wherever you're gonna go you're definitely gonna see me right you might run into me in LA okay you might run into me in Michigan you might run into me in Las Vegas now that like I travel the world like a maniac but um now that like I, I wouldn't say the COVID thing is kind of it's almost dying out almost I want to mm -hmm. see you know before I start going crazy yeah but as soon as I know it's safe I'm like I'm gone. Back to I'm, I'm, yeah, running the world. That's how I say it. Like, I can't be local no more. Nationally, I have to be worldwide or international. I big bridges. You know, so I got to be. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sing my own melody, man. Going to countries, you know, it's different. It's different. And they accept you differently, too. That's what I'm noticing. Like, when you're here in the States, the people, it's okay. It, it, then you go to a different country and it's like you're a rock star or you're like. Mm -hmm. You know, like the go-to guy with all the information. So yeah. that's a good thing about you know what we do in the industry. You know, once you, they start recognizing you for the talent that mm. you bring, you know. Dope, dope. I mean, it's recognized. I'm sure worldwide. There's a reason why you get involved, or they get you involved in a sense. Yeah. So y'all know what it is. It's brews, beats, and needs. I got sick Vic, Vic Sauce Kings here with me. We're gonna get into these brews. Y'all stay tuned. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. We have reached the brew segment. Oh, head Ed, you know what it is. Sick Vic, about to go through these beers real quick. Now, we're going to take our time with these beers. These beers are meant for sipping. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah, not? Like 19,000%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 26,000%. Yeah, I would, um, I, I think if they were that strong, this show wouldn't be what it is, because I, I wouldn't get through it. I'll be like, what were we talking about? And the funny thing is that I do that on my own. Yeah, yeah, like, there's times I'm, I'm conversating with the guests, and we get so calm, and I go, what got us to this point? So just imagine, just imagine that, like, if we really hit ourselves over the head with some strong beers, but nonetheless, we have four beers for you to try. For those who've never been here before, welcome. For those who've been here before, y'all gonna listen to the rules again. Got four beers. 
Vic has, has agreed to sample through each one of the beers. Um, you can sample it, taste it, give me your thoughts. If you really like it, you can rock with it. There's really no rules. I'm not sponsored by anybody, so feel free to let them know how you really feel about feel the about beers. The you know how we do. We are, we want the honest, the real, the real here. So yeah, um, no fakiness. Nah, none whatsoever. So with that, let's start with this first beer. It's the one closest to you. The clown, the clown. That, go with that's the clown, the clown shoes right there. Little crispy, crisp L right there, and the plug-in. You already know. Yeah. Your boy Joe here. Sign the check. Boy child, yeah. Both yeah. boy child. Salute to the world. So COVID, whenever you're COVID ready. 19. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. I'm gonna probably take two because I have not had this one. I don't think I've had any of these, so I'm gonna definitely. It's a COVID 19 salute. No, for sure. Shout out to the cameraman. Let me yeah. the cameraman need some of this love right here, brother. Yeah. Oh, you damn. Hold on. You're taking off the camera. Reach. There you go. Yes. You take care, of everybody. Salute. Frame of frame. <laughs> there you go. great for the video but in the, in the audio part you can be like what happened just everybody stop talking awkward silence um while, while you while you test that one out i'm gonna hit them with the, the details this was um like you said from the clown shoes brewing it's their little crispy crisp ale it's a blonde ale clumps 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 see and we was talking about hitting something heavy uh 4.8 percent abv <laughs> brewed in massachusetts Vic, what do you think of that first one it's this it's light i like i don't Kind of drink these kind of beers because in the color. Okay. I like dark beers, more manly beers, but uh, it does got a great taste, light on the metals. Um, could can't can't pick up a, a certain like a distinct like citrusness or like like um like or bitterness or tartiness. So yeah. I, I I'll give it like I, I wouldn't mind drinking it. Like, okay. You know, I would definitely drink it. Yeah, yeah. It's like light on taste. Yeah. But it, it, it does feel good when you drink it. No, my honest opinion. Excellent. I give that uh, from one to five. Well, we'll get to that at the end. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I am going to ask of you uh, before we get to ranking them, what I'm going to ask of you is this is typically where I ask my guests uh, about their earliest beer memory. Mm. Uh, maybe the first time they tried a beer, uh, the first time they remember enjoying one, or what their feeling was. What was you know what was their reaction when they first tried a beer? Do you recall maybe the early? Of course, beer? it's funny. I do certain things in life you remember. Okay, like, it's just crazy. It's like everybody's mind. You know how they work. Mm -hmm. you, you inherit. You have the information stored. The thing is how you access it. That's a whole other way wavelength of you getting into the into your DNA, into the brain matter, your DNA. But mm -hmm. um, my first time drinking beer, of course, like I said tasting and sipping it with the family in the party. But it was never like you had a whole beer or half a beer. It was a little taste. Mm -hmm. You're getting wet on your tongue, on your palate. That was it. Yeah. Young yeah. age, 8, 9, 10, 11, yeah, and the family's home. But the first time I did uh, like have a cork or a 40, it was more of a 40 ounce. That's in New York where yes. we playing handball uh, okay. in Flushing Meadow Park. We used to have competitions. And what? Very good. In, Yo, you in came up from Queens for real? Yeah. What part of Queens? Yeah, come on. Really? Yeah, yeah. Is that Gilbert Jackson? I know this is, this is so <laughs> unprofessional. Jackson Heights, but we'll get back yeah, to it. Right? That's a neighboring right there, township next to us. We're yeah, man. Up. We all went the same way to Flushing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, we handball played. court. Yeah, handball court. I was good. There was a kid named Billy in, in Queens. I was like the best. I was number two. And we would just go to the park and beat everybody up. Yeah. We were there. I was 15, smacking and sending everybody home. Is that what we like to do? Play handball outside. So I remember we would drink beer because it would be kind of hot. You know, wearing your, wearing your, your, your shorts or whatever, your get up, match it real nice, you know, random sneakers or whatever. 
can just go and you can curse here. You can't. No, you could. You could. Okay, yeah. whoop ass on the on the handball court. Whoop ass, uh, whoever yeah. wanted it, Queasy. I already know Flushy. Trust me, we serve competitors from anywhere, even Far Rock, wherever you came from. We were getting served because you know we really took that serious. We yeah. play handball in school, and then we play handball outside. I said, either we play handball or basketball. That was, it. That, that was what we were playing. Yeah. So that, I remember the first time, like I said, that was old English that when we were drinking mm. as kids, old English. Um, what can I say? Uh, great memories, drinking the beer as a child, you know, during that age. Yeah. Um, running around crazy in New York in the summer, you know, of course, you live in life. But uh, I like to say, shout out to old English. <laughs> they changed a lot of people's lives. A lot of people had kids. I know English. <laughs> yo, yo, Salute OE. It's never been true words said. It's like, facts. That was, for a minute there, that was the wave, like, that the was the, For a while, remember, yeah. for a long day. That's what I mean. I was saying things come in and out of style quick. Mm-hmm. And old English probably lasted in that pocket for at least 10 years easy. Yeah. Easy. Like it Mad Dog, out. it lasted in that pocket. You know, as you're gaining rank in life, going through life, those are the little things you start finding out mm-hmm. at the early age, and then yeah. you graduate from that. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. how it works, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Let's get into the second beer, because it seems like you're ready to go. Yeah, this is a uh, shout it out right now. This Bro, is a pl- That's from Bentwater Brewing Company. That is their GOAT, greatest of all time. It is a lager. Clocks in at a 5.5, and it's brewed out of Massachusetts again. Yeah, so we're keeping it New England on this one so far. Salute to all the brewers putting in that work. Yeah, yo, support your local brewers, man. Get out there. They're putting in work. Um, they're putting together some beers that are hello beers. Salute again, my brother. Yes. I know some for the cameraman in case you want to take the other Hold on, we got This is not official. Too bad we don't share the liquor with our guests. <laughs> Salute. See, that's, this is the type of beer that, no disrespect to the beer at all, but like the aftertaste is what I'm not digging okay. right now. Got you. That aftertaste on your palate is mm-hmm. like like the, the mother major comp- major corporation beers, like a Coors or Buzz Light, that, that yeah. aftertaste that like, okay, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. So it, that, that kind of replicates, you're feeling that same thing from yeah, what yeah. you get from the big brands. From the big brands, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, um. Nah, I didn't. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't. I give no. it again. Again, like you said earlier. My opinion, you know. No, like you said earlier, just light like beers it. aren't your thing. Mm-hmm. Which, by looking <laughs> looking at my choices, I'm like, damn. They're all light, except <laughs> the last one. Nah, but it's all good. It's all good. Like I said, yeah. But the first one was on point. This one. Yeah. Let's give it to our guests here. Hold on one second. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get let's get a let's get the thoughts from the voices <laughs> off camera. Everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. Future guests for sure. Y'all stay tuned. It's gonna happen. Calories rule everything around me. Y'all remember that? Tastes like Bud Light. Yeah. Okay. See, so, there we go. Even the yeah. guest, the guest said it tastes like Bud Light. Now so. you know what's funny is that I know we mentioned Funky Buddha earlier, yeah. and um, they have a beer called Vibin. Um, Pepper check. And uh, <laughs> and and to me that beer, that was one of the later beers they made, and uh, I was a fan <clears> of a lot of their other beers. And then when that one dropped, and I tasted it, it to me it seemed like an attempt. Okay. To provide something for the beer drinker that's yeah. not necessarily a craft beer drinker. Exactly. The but replica that, of the that, commerciality. Like, yes, brother. Yes. You understand already. That you can't. That's why I tell people the clues are left for you. You can't change the market. 
Mm. You get me? Mm-hmm. And that's the market in that taste. You can't yeah. get away from that you taste. You can improve all on of it. them, yes. But all of them are the, basically, once they go flat, they even have that taste. That's why now they started putting dates on the beer bottle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I brought that up before on the show. Um, I mean, you seem like you're in the same age range as I am. Um, 19? Yes. Going on 21? 21. Okay. But we're <laughs> every, not going to drop this episode. Decades. <laughs> we're not going to drop this episode until we're legal to drink. So y'all going to wait two years. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, you remember, do you recall going back on the, the born on date and whatnot? They used to have commercials back in the day where it's like, don't get bitter beer face. Exactly. Yeah, and the yeah. old dude would drink it and his face would yeah. scrunch up. And yeah, that's wild. That's it what was, it is. Yeah. The message, see the message that they want us to understand. Yeah. So the, yeah now you TV. Then, then at the same time, forgive them the curse, yeah. um, it makes people drink, it, they're, they're less likely to stock their beer. So they're yeah. going to drink it before it gets old. Yeah. And then what happens when you're not a, we're not a beer? Beer run. You got to go get more. You got to go yeah. we'll get some more. Dope. Let's get into this third beer. This one. Let me get my notes up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this one right here is from the Sun Lab Brewing Company, as you can see there. This is their shine so bright. It is a wild ale. It's gonna have some sour to it. Okay, we wilding out here. Uh, it has an ABV of five point seven, and uh, it's brewed right here in uh, Florida. So okay, this is home team. Shout out Florida Sun Lab. Yes. You know we always gotta rep the culture. No, for sure. I, I, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I can tell you didn't like it either. <laughs> FYI, hashtag fun facts. Hey, <laughs> we should have had like a little thing just a to spell that. Yeah. Just pop up like on some old VH1 pop up. <laughs> we don't like this beer. Oh, you talking about like that? Like on some wine kind <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, because you taste it. Yeah, you know, like some people. When they give out food in public, they taste. They might not like it. You have to yeah, remember have some, the reaction. Have to provide them something. The reaction of the consumer because I don't like it. That doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. There's ten billion. There's seven billion people in the world. Though my opinion don't matter on that aspect. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying what it is. You know. Yeah. yeah you gotta understand that you might like it. You might not like it. That's true. I mean, they put most products through a taste taste testing. Of course. But that's not everybody. That's just a concentrated amount of people. Yeah. But but go ahead and start while I finish this. Yeah. Okay. Sun Lab, here we go. We're about to get jiggy with it on camera. Like I can see like a citrusy grapefruit color already before I taste it. I already know. Maybe orange, like citrusy. Here we go. Salute. Wow. Sounds Sun like Lab. Let's get into Salute. this. Yes. The cameraman wanna taste this one. <laughs> <laughs> well now you done got him started. I know. I, I mean know. He- he ain't, yes. he ain't gonna stop on that third one. <laughs> yeah, salute. He's like all of a sudden going, no, 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 I can't do that anymore. Mm. Pretty, pretty, that's exactly, you see everybody, mm, pretty that's, interesting. That's definitely a change of pace. Mm-hmm. Very different from two prior. Yeah. Salute, this is a good taste. Coming from Florida, now we understand the flavor. Mm, yeah. Ding. Sunshine. Yes, Damn, yeah. for Sunshine real. Sunshine State, there's a reason. Now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this one has, like, guava. Um, yes. A couple other things going on. Pomegranate, pineapple, and guava. Sour See? ale. There very you go. Sour there you go. Yeah, very good, very good. I would like to say the taste has you coming back for more. Okay. Pleasant, extremely happy. It got me, you know, ready to go conquer other parts of the world I haven't been there to okay. yet. You know, this is great beer. That's a motivational beer. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. You got your man, Poster Boy Joe here. Shine so bright. Woo, citrus. Sun Lab Brewing. Dang. Yeah, yeah great, nice, great. Nice. 
Yes, great. So this, wow. is, this is what the, I don't mean to cut you off. This no, no, is the type good. of beer we want to see. And everybody, in this. <laughs> while while you're sipping on that one, um, what's the type of beer you're drinking nowadays? Uh, great question. Like I said, um, off the tape while we was uh, rolling tape before we began to begin to roll tape. You know gotcha. that scenario yeah. we were talking about. One of my favorite beers to drink is Stellas. Okay. Why? Uh, I feel like it's a clean beer. It doesn't irritate my stomach. Uh, I could drink as many a, a, of them that I need to in the night or in the afternoon, and you could still function. It's, it's clean. It's one of the cleanest gotcha. beers. If you understand where beers yeah. come from, Europe, you know, the, the the format that they use to go through the beer process is yeah. very, very clean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's why I kind of stuck with that beer. It's been around, uh, if I'm not mistaken, what, 1363? When I see the bottle of my mind, I'm it's not, not sure. 13 something, so it lets yeah. you know, hey, we've been here over 700 freaking, it. 650 years, you know, 700 yeah. years, you know? Close six hundred and seventy-five freaking years they've been here, doing that same. The the <laughs> the taste has not changed. Cons- yeah, and consistency that. that 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 tradition that like most companies mm-hmm. they don't want to change it unless they incorporate a new beer into you know it, it, into the menu. But it's funny you mentioned that because now while you're saying that I'm sitting here thinking I'm like no those beers don't rebrand. Like rebranding is something that's happened that's that's be, that started or. It's, I mean, I would say that I could remember within the last 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little more, but even, well, Coca-Cola rebranded, but that's because they didn't want to put no more Coke that's in true, the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went to the uh, the original, or they came back and went to the original, yeah, the classic. Formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but yeah, that, I mean, these beers have been around way before rebranding, and they've stuck to the same, the I mean, again, the yeah. same way, too. Yeah, for a while, yeah, that's what I said. Once you incorporate, like, once you find your market, like I said, you do not change it. Mm-hmm. You know, once you find the path, you know, yeah. of the beaten path, yes. But once you find that track, yeah. and you put the train on the road, and that's it. It's gone. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Now it's time. Basically, well, how many times can we duplicate it, or put it into mass production? You know, times a hundred, times a million. There we go. That's yeah. the number system. Once you got it going, you know. I remember, boys head ham, dude. I remember like just yesterday, me and my cousin all the time going to Publix. You guys carry boar's head? No. What? You guys carry boar's head? No. They all of a sudden, the manager started carrying boar's head to mm-hmm. where they have a section of boar's head. Mm-hmm. But it's starting, like how I tell people, when you go to dispensaries, ask for my brand. Free. It's all free if you want it. It's very simple. It's free. No, if you if you approach someone and you ask them for something enough time, they have to carry And you got to know that it's not just you. Look at what I'm telling you. They're going to have to carry it. It's the same way when we were living in the Appalachian Mountains, you know, in the region is parts of Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. When we go to the Walmart, they don't have Magda. I like, we're Latinos, baby. We love Magda. There we, exactly. So I asked the manager, excuse me, no Magda. Boom, excuse me, no Magda. You know me, if you know me, I'm a consistent pain in your ass. I'm going to get my job done. Boom, guess what? Next thing you know, there's two, three containers of Magda in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Then boom, I grab it and the other ladies are grabbing it. So I'm like, see, people knew about it. They didn't carry it. And all of a sudden they have a bigger, because everything in, in, in these stores are done by shelving, you know, five by eight, gotcha. you know, yeah, three yeah. by four. Mm-hmm. So the, the beginning was a little rectangle to the yeah. point that now you have half a box. It wasn't the whole lot, but you have half a box yeah. carrying different kinds of mata. Yeah. So guess what? That's what I thought. Hey, hey, yo, that's hey, it, man. Hey. Asking you shall receive. Exactly. Asking you shall receive. <laughs> No, that's that's it's funny you mentioned mata because mata's kind of like almost like beer. 
the proving it's like the training ground. <laughs> it's like the training ground. It's it's just sweeter. It's yeah. sweeter while the other yeah. one's a little bit more bitter, basically. Yeah, yeah. But this is a good this is a good beer. I'm enjoying this beer. The color, oh, yeah. yeah. The color is it's, it's great. Yeah, it has its own identity compared to the other two. Now, yeah, you're not a fan of lighter beers, but that one has its own identity compared to the other two. And then just the flavor. Really the flavor is what's getting me. This is something I'll take to the beach with a beloved one and just watch the sunrise. Yeah. Sunlap. <laughs> Sunlap. Well, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to have interrupt your love affair with the beer for a moment there because we still have one more to get to for sure. Uh, that's what, that's, but, that's, but, I mean... That's my. That would be my go-to. I'm not a gambling. I'm not a gambling dude, but I have a feeling that that might be the one that ends up in number one. But we'll, yeah. we'll nonetheless, we'll be, we'll see when we get there. This last one. This last one is from Knee Deep Brewing Company. It's their Breaking Bud. It's an IPA. Clocks in at a six point five, and it's brewed out of California. Yes. So this is our highest one right now. 6.5. Yes. Now you're talking about numbers. Yes. Like big numbers. Breaking Bud. Shout out to the bud guy over here wearing a dookie rope chain. <laughs> your boys wearing a trench coat. Game on, baby. He got the medallion. Oh, that's that's looks like a, a beer award that they <laughs> won. Big, and he's putting on. penny. The big pennies he run through the machines. Oh, yeah, he's holding a beer. Yeah. He got like a sniffer Look at the color. Yeah, that's bugged out. <laughs> Yo, this is the original turnover chain. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all get the close-up when uh, when the when us uh, us verse. Puts it up for everybody to check Cheers. out. You gotta give the yes, uh, cameraman some of this taste over here. Here's some. Break a book for you, sir. Hold up. <laughs> you see the chain, though? You see the chain? <laughs> oh, that's. This is the type of beers, all I'm going to say is, this is the type of beers my friends drink. Okay. Every time they go into these, you know, the, the, the crafts. Got you. That some yeah. of my friends are Buddha. Everybody knows Buddha. Okay. Shout out to Buddha. Legend. Yeah, shout out to everybody knows um, my brother Arm, um, the rapper. Oh, uh, I'm this Latin, okay. You know, Latin nominated, uh, uh, Grammy nominated, oh. blah, blah, blah. Um, when we get with the boys, Denzel too, another homie of ours and shit from Puerto Rico that I see you know, all the time and stuff. But when they go out, that's basically the beer that we end up drinking, you know. Off the trash. You know, yeah, on Burrow, like Lincoln Brewery. Okay. You know, this is the kind of taste. Yeah, okay. even like a, a, like tattoo, tacos and tattoos. Yeah. That's a big spot that everybody mm-hmm. goes to to get some good beer. Yeah. Taco, yeah. We'll, we'll talk tacos yeah. and tattoos later. Mm-hmm. They got they got a jerk mushroom quesadilla for us, but we'll get mm-hmm. to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, but the, the taste is exquisite. Um, it doesn't overpower. It won't kill your vibe. You can have a great time on this beer, definitely. No, and which is ideal. I mean, if you're out having a good time, having beers with, with the crew, you know, like-minded people working on the next thing, like you don't want that vibe. To, yeah, you don't want that vibe to stop. To die down. Don't. Yeah, yeah. This will get the energy going in the room. Yeah. Salute you guys. Yes, sir. Knee deep brewing, breaking bud. I'm not a big IPA fan. Um, this one, this one, I I could drink it. Um, there's something different about this. I, there's like a, a distinct taste a that I'm trying to figure out what it is, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have like that overpowering, like, you know, this is really bitter as hell, and I don't know if I can go back to it, but um, interesting, definitely interesting. I know that. Boom, boom, I got, I got the order. That, is that, okay, caramel. 
I was I was gonna go butterscotch, but it's definitely not butterscotch. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a Werther's. Does it have the back end? <laughs> yeah. This one, this one what the, the back end? Cake. What do you taste? It's, it's very light. Like it's not heavy. Like a normal IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I could enjoy this. I could see me walking my dogs somewhere on the beach. Okay. You know, just having a good time, living life. The, the way it's meant to be enjoyed. Enjoying life outdoors. That's it. <laughs> Yo, dope, dope. Sick Vic. Um, you ran, you ran the gauntlet here, man. You went through all four. Yes. And uh, the only thing we got to do now is get your thoughts on each one. Right, well, you got, we got your thoughts. What's yeah, the yeah. rank? Let's go one through four. Which is the the, the one that the one really that, left the impression, yeah. and the one that you'd be like, ah, maybe if it's free and it's sitting around. No, we won't do that either. We don't like handouts. Okay, now so yeah, we won't. We we'll see. We won't jeopardize our character for the handout. Makes sense. We can't grow man shit. Makes you know sense. Makes sense. Pretty boy floor shit. Um, <laughs> I know the first one. Oh, the cans are all over the place. So let me hit you up. It was <laughs> the knee deep brewing, breaking butt. Was it the first one? Oh, that was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. A little crispy. Hold on a second. I'm putting my my guests to work. It's not that I'm here. What kind of podcast is this where the guest leaves the frame? <laughs> <laughs> we in the end who? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. The, which, the one that I believe is the uh, is the one that's gonna take it home. The first one, I'm I'm gonna have to go with, just because. I'm the type of person that I do not like. What everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. kind of different in that aspect. So I want to be like unique, mm-hmm. as unique as possible. Mm-hmm. And right now, on today's platform, the beer of choice would have to go to. Oh, okay, okay. My yeah, first choice, Sun Lab. Yes, the the taste was phenomenal. Okay, it kept me coming back. For gotcha. gotcha. You know, like when you're a child and you're waiting for Christmas, you're just so eager to get to the gift. That's the way I felt when I was drinking this one. Sun Lab. That next sip was exactly so it enticing. Was it was, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm. I'm still, oh, God, oh my God. But anyway, yeah, this would like to say first place. Boom. First one. Second place. This is four star. We'll go like that with Raider. Mm-hmm. Four star. This is to be the three stars. The Breaking, breaking Bud. The Breaking Bud, which we're sipping on now. Okay. Like I said, I can see myself, you know, hang gliding somewhere over the Swiss Alps. Yeah. Enjoying the fine beer. Yeah. Enjoying life outdoors. Trust me. That's number three, three star. The second star, it has to be, yeah, to go with it. The crispy ale? The crispy ale, yeah. We'll get this in third place, second star, yeah. Clown shoes, little crispy ale. Mm -hmm. Then, of course. The goat. Yeah, the goat. The goat. Wasn't for me. Vent water. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't my kind of fried apples or my type of vanilla ice cream or my type of fudge. Mm. But, um. The art looks great. Yeah. The art. That one tastes like regular beer. Yeah. He took the, the words right out of my mouth. I didn't uh, want to say it. It's commercialized beer. That's it. Their version of commercialized beer. On today's platform. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> brews, beats, and eats. We tried these brews. Let's get into these beats. Bruce Beeson, he's the podcast. We have reached 
Speaking's portion. This is the portion of the podcast where we get to know my guests' musical taste. Y'all see the shirt? The sauce kick. That's Vic. Hurricane Joe, for those who don't or do know. Um, yo, Vic, what is the playlist? What does your playlist consist of? <laughs> I was waiting for this. Ah, this damn. is the moment. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is, don't even be mad at me. It's Drake featuring Drake at the beginning <laughs> of the hook. In the pre of the intro, with Drake on production, and, and Drake, on Drake the running hook. the label, and Drake, Drake, Drake promoting, Drake doing his backup balance. Nah, no, it's like I said, I'm just the biggest Drake fan. Like he should know this by now. I'm the biggest Drake fan. I've seen it. I follow the story. Everybody on this, like my friends, like you do four things. You talk about Drake, LeBron, <laughs> cannabis, or your son. That's it. And those are my two go-to guys. But nah, it's been Drake for a while. But because okay. of, it's like I said, I'm a machine and production-wise, like. When you think about it, not production-wise, musically, but if you put it on the scale of production-wise, what he's able to do. And yes, here we go. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, ah, 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 everybody's mad. Everybody has writers. From Rihanna, those that don't know the industry, Beyonce, everybody has a writing cap that people write songs with. But unfortunately, some people's songs are not sticking out more than others. And this guy is eating it up day and that's all I'm going to say. So that's why I say production-wise, mm. then you're like, wow, I understand now. Because everybody, Paul McCartney has written songs for different people. Prince has written songs for different people mm. and give it out to different artists. Mm. So it's that's why I don't get upset because people don't understand. They're like, no, I have to write this and I can't punch in and I can't do this. Well, that's how far behind you are already mm. of where technology is. You get mm. me? That punch in, that was when you were, when you were on, on two inch tape with 16 tracks like we were recording. And then before eight that, another eight tracks on each machine. Now you got a, a, a digital platform, one million tracks. So you could punch in one million. But we're not going to go there. But like I'm saying, his production, the people around him, he keeps relevant. He gives, I was telling her, uh, my baby over here, I was telling her, Drake gives the opportunity. Watch this, where most artists and dive into this a lot with most artists that already have a big platform mm-hmm. like let's say the your top 10 big artists commercial mainstream not the underground guys yeah, yeah. they have such a big platform they won't put nobody else on unless they're on their platform drake takes a normal kid from alabama who's sizzling in the hood mm-hmm. in that region and let's do a song yeah. look at that machine well yeah. most people are not doing so now he's relevant in that area now where he wasn't because he worked out with that person regardless how big your name is because we understand some products are not relevant in certain areas same way nikes is uptown you know we got the and over here it's, it's a different you you might wear your jays or a different sneaker from yeah. new york is timberland over here we don't wear timberland so that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying your yeah. product might not stick in yeah. certain areas so this guy is still number one on every chart broken every year it's like come on you, you just gotta say regardless if that's not your cup of tea you gotta understand how you're still relevant and doing it for almost 11 years in, beating Beatle records, beating Elvis Presley number one records. It doesn't matter. He's number one. Oh, he already has like 120, 130 something hits. Like Rihanna and Beyonce together with their number one hits still won't catch where Drake's at. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? And that's big artists, I just say, Beyonce and Rihanna yeah. and Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. I talk business. Remember, I'm in the industry. <laughs> Big, 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 see what I'm saying? Big, any, any, like, think about it. From rock and roll, he's still, his numbers are crazy. Now, 
streaming, watch this, because I know my numbers, streaming, there's only one person streaming more than Drake, and his name is Post Malone. But that's just streaming. Yeah. That's it, that one little cook, mm -hmm. and then you see why. Yeah. Post Malone got a little juice, he's doing his thing, he's heating up, he did the Justin Bieber run, he got him a new platform. Okay, great, mm -hmm. but Drake is sales. Yeah. Me, Drake. If you don't, Future don't get Drake on his song or Meek Mill, they won't even chart past fifty or sixty. Wow. Like, like the Takashi said, and it's the truth. Look, you drop a song without Drake, you're fifty-seven. Meek, you drop a song without Drake, you're seventy-six. What does that show? Right oh, there, man. Exactly. You need that man to at least peek into that chart. And he's so big now. Watch this. He's so big that he doesn't need Nicki or Little Wayne in that pocket. That's why I said Drake on the Drake on the verse Drake. That's how big he is. That he builds that whole slot. Yeah. You don't need a Kanye to give him 16. That's, that's nasty. What yes. other people need, two people to jump <laughs> on that record to make us. But that's what I said. That's just inside what it is. And now how long is he going to keep doing it? I don't know. Yeah. But his his type of music, what I tell people is now, is just think about it in the future when you have grandchildren. His music is going to play on the Y100 format. Not gonna play on the urban radio, but you're gonna hear it in these little slots. They're still red, like the Michael Jackson songs that are still yeah. relevant. Yeah. The Prince songs that are, you know these soft rocks or classic. Mm -hmm. You know they'll slot them in there. That's what Drake's gonna be. Yeah. Regardless, think about it. Not, Easy not, listening, like what you said. Yeah, exactly. You understand? You know Drake. And, um, I got my eyes on you. Take me home. All these whatever. Okay, but we get into the out of that. Because numbers-wise, if you go to Hood, Gully, it's, it's got to be, you already know, Conway the Machine. That's okay. my guy right now. Like yeah, yeah he's, my guy. he's just talking that talk. He's talking that talk. He's talking. I just get excited. <laughs> because he, he understands what, it's like, for, for some people out that environment, what it takes to get them riled up. Like, yeah. you know, when you hear it. Put it this way. I say, yo, my man, you number nine right now on Billboard. I hit him up. Yo, you number nine right now on Billboard. Number nine. Yeah. That's big. Well, considering he hasn't done a song with Drake. <laughs> no, <laughs> considering that the world doesn't even really know who you are yet, and you're already music is there, like, because of what people are putting out. That's like showing you people still want that kind of music. Yeah. But it's not delivered properly. So let's see now, you know, what they're going to keep pushing out to stay on that chart. You see yeah. what I'm saying? But he's yeah. number nine. I'm like, what put that Method Man joint? The yeah, the Lemon. Yeah, yeah, think about it. Brought Meth right back into the game. Like, that happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, another spitter. Yeah, no, and I yeah, I don't think Method Man gets enough props. Going back to the Drake thing, um <clears throat> I again, old head head, you know what I'm saying? Heavy stuck in the nineties. This is for you, H. Yo. <laughs> yes, yo. Shout this to Double H. This is for H. He's like, no, don't do it. Shout to Double Serum too. Serum's like, no, don't do it. All the boys are like, no. Yo, yeah. Don't give in to Vic. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I'm gonna navigate it through it like this. Uh, coming from that era, um, you had to. There was uh, you had to write your own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that just that was just what was expected. It was the criteria. Okay. Um, yeah, I would let you. And I that one out. No, no, no. And I and I understand the concept of that. Even since back then, there was people. It was the person who sang rarely wrote the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I realized that there has been a shift. Because music, I mean, when you have cats that are make becoming successful and making money off of hip hop, but then they'll turn around and say, "I'm not hip hop." Of course, that kind of changes. Yeah. That changes the lane, so you can't be held in the same regard. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the, that's the dividing line. Granted, Drake 
as great as he is, you ran down the numbers. He's not, he's not considered hip hop. So now, my question is, and at first, my my first reaction was like, this dude's reading his rhymes off of his BlackBerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's supposedly freestyling. Yeah, that's normal. Coming from a place where it's like hip hop is the altar. Hip hop is you know the the, the mecca, the church. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, what is this? Um, and sure, then, you have time. and sure, at the same time, time you change. see, it, the times have changed. So, hip hop is pop now. Correct. So now, which hip hop is singers, R and B singers? All the melodies, like I said, is Nelly. Back then, it was uh, Fifty. Nas. If you listen to people's hooks, they were doing it, but nobody was picking up. That's why I get see, mad. And, yeah. I, and I come from an era where De La Soul is my favorite group, and they had songs where they're like, no R and B. No rapping bullshit. It had to be hip hop. But they evolved. They they came to a point and they evolved. They started. They incorporated it. But going back to the Drake thing is, um, you know, it, bro, that's fine. But my whole thing is, like I said, my initial reaction is like, yo, wait a minute. This is the same dude that spit the line that says, last name ever, first name greatest. In what category? Because and then you realize, okay, you can't be comparing yourself to the people that I grew up listening to. That I, because these cats, they did like it was them. The the, the thought process, what they put down, the the work, you know, the selection of beats, it, it like it seemed more involved. So when you come around, and you say, yeah, you can't be the can't be considered the greatest ever. And then I go, okay, well maybe he's not considering himself the greatest ever in what I've known yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to be yeah, yeah. hip hop. So, um, but you you bring up a great point. Um, I know J Cole had everybody stands out on J Cole because he was the one that did it with no features. Um, back when I was coming up, having a feature wasn't a thing. That was like, you didn't do features. You didn't go out ask for that. Exactly. Help. But now the, the table's turned, and now it's, you don't have an album unless you have features. Yeah. You don't have that noise. Watch yeah. this, what I was going to say. So here we go, now watch this. A lot of things are in the industry is not known. It's a lot of secret information. But this mm-hmm. is, watch this, what I'm going to say now is known. It is known that Jay-Z wrote the Dr. Dre and Snoop verse. It is known. And it is known oh, already. What? Oh, which one? Still Dre. Okay, still okay. Dre. Thank you. Still Dre. Okay, it yeah, is exactly. known. And what it is, like I said, when I explained the information, the first take that Jay gave it out when Jay was writing, boom, he gave it out. Dre said, no, you got to tone it down. It's too much New York. And then he did that. Now, watch the Snoop is on record. You can see his IG, whatever. He's on record saying, Jay just had a better rhyme than me. Because me and MC8, I'm not sure who's MC8 or the guy, the guy that got that wrong. Oh, it's the doctor. Oh, DOC. DOC. I'm not sure. I'm not, yeah, I think DOC. Don't get me wrong on this. DOC or MCA was with Snoop. I'm leaning more to DOC, and they were stuck writing because look, even DOC used to help write. But that's what I'm saying. This information is not out there. Like everybody yeah. don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. The creative process of what it takes to make the super banger. Mm-hmm. Boom. Them two writing locked up for three days. Snoop said, "I couldn't think of the hair. Jay Z comes with this shit, and we just rap it." So now what do you say about that? And I'm pretty sure, pay attention, this is Snoop. He's worth $150 million right now, if I'm not accurate. What With five? the corona ads? What? <laughs> you know, but no, let's talk about Puerto it. Puerto Rico. Right? Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Shots to Orion. Let's talk about it. But a man worth $155 million, who's a big party, I call it. I call Snoop and Lil Wayne. I had this conversation with a lot of people, respect and not hate it. Snoop and Lil Wayne to me with Fat Joe. They got 30 years in a decade. They're like what we call poster boys, like us. Mm. How many people are doing it in 30 years? Yeah. So Snoop went and rapped Jay-Z's verse. So nobody says nothing wrong about that. Nobody said that. But the meanwhile, the man has a It was 20 years ago. See, yeah. I feel a certain way about Snoop. No, and, uh, 
So think about it. Like, that was 20 years ago. 2001, still Dre? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So think about it. And he stopped writing. He is a thought process that everybody knows if you're around Jay-Z, that's it. Like in five or ten minutes, 15 minutes, he wrote the song in his mind mentally. Yeah, that's how easy it is for him. He already, you know, um, practiced repetitions of father's success. So yeah, he has his mind programmed mm-hmm. to do that shit. When we're talking, he already wrote the verse in his head. Yeah. Put the relevant shit in and that's it. It's a go. Yeah. But nobody criticizing that point. I'm sure that Snoop has fit other people's verses. I'm sure Dr. Dre has fit other people's verses. So it's a lot of stuff that people don't want to put it out there, but it's there. But the man is telling you, yeah, I got ghostwriters now, like six, and because I'm not at the point that I want to sit there and write for y'all no more, dogs. Mm. You don't understand. I got a jet worth 200 million. My estate worth 100 million. I don't got, that's what I'm saying. Time is money. Ain't gonna sit there. Snoop wrote on the chronic. Huh? Snoop wrote on oh, the yeah. chronic. Yeah. I would have doubted. Well, I mean, that goes back to NWA when it was Ice Cube. Ice Cube writing all Easy E because yeah. he was the dope dealer. We yeah. know that. And this guy was the writer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This guy's the tough guy. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of intricate parts in rap that people don't understand how it functions. It's the yeah. same thing, the same way corporations work, metrics, human resources. You know, you, you got all these these different departments inside. Mm-hmm. That's why one man can't do it by himself. Mm-hmm. One man can't. You can't. You can't. That's when the sound, the sound already starts sounding the same. Yeah. That's why the people go around other artists to catch a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Just to vibe out. Like, let me go to your hood and catch that vibe. Let me see. Because I'm delivering the same shit. That's, people that's don't a, want to accept it, brother. Yeah. But that's the other thing. It's I guess it's, I'm going to, I'm just going to put it under the purest label. It's like, People like myself who are just purists, where it's if you go to vibe with somebody, you definitely don't want to absorb their vibe. You want to bring what you bring to the table, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then find a, a, a make it a, a marriage between yeah, yeah the exactly compliment, yeah. compliment each other. Definitely keep writing your own shit. Don't fall for that. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall for that. You don't need to write your own raps right now. Somebody else will write it for you. Yeah, but then they gonna take your money. But uh, and that's a whole other. That's a whole. Other, I mean, we talking dollars and cents. It's like when that many people involved. The money has to be allocated in the right area. So you got to hope that it hits like you do. I'm sure there's a bunch of people out there that are not Drake that have people collaborating under them and don't even get to a point where they could afford to everybody get that cut. Yeah, yeah. 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 so y'all keep these things in mind. That's why a lot of, like, watch this. A lot of, follow the industry, a lot of people, like I said, have writing camps where they're writing. Huh? Yes. Yes, the gods, no e. Just no emotion, the gods. That's yes. the writing camp. That's a right. Yeah, crowd has, rhyme for sure. Has already evolved. Watch this. Unfortunately, evolved past the artists that they write for. Mm. Miguel's one, and Saint John is one. Saint John came from Rihanna's camp. Mm. That man got right now that remix is sixty-seven times platinum, sixty-eight times platinum. What song is that? That that EDM song. Go. I don't feel no like I'll show you, I'll show it to you. Yeah, yeah. Six, bro, three times platinum and greens, ten times platinum. It's retarded. I told him, look, send a check. Wow. 67 times platinum. I don't know if it's more, but somebody, a man, a man Beck did a remix to a song, and that's like the anthem, but it's EDM, high energy. Wow. Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, a lot of things happen in hip-hop. Here we go. A lot of things happen in hip-hop that people don't want to, like, accept it or swallow it. Here we go, hip-hop. Where, where a lot of people in hip-hop didn't respect the Spanish artists, guess what the Spanish artists did? We created reggaeton. Shouts out, Nori, what up, killer? That's what we did. We created our own name. Because if we can't get respected here, or they don't want to show us love, we 
you're gonna go to where the love, the hood respect us and the hood love us. Yeah. So we created reggaeton right there. That's a percentage of hip hop that found to this market. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk my facts right there because the demographics. That's a percentage of these cats. Yeah, we listen to hip hop, but now we with our own culture. And some of the artists that are half Latino don't like saying they're Latino because they won't be accepted in the hood by that kind. Boom, that's what happened. And right now with this high energy music that's taking off, that's another percentage of the crowd. Mm. That's why hip hop is just left right now. That, that's what it is. Like nobody has reinvented the wheel yet in that game. Mm. You know, the sound right now is lost. It's been lost in that same sound for three years. That Amigos future sound, everybody <laughs> is that. I think what doesn't help it is the, is the fact that there's, there's been so many subgenres created. It's like when you start breaking that off, and, and you're branching out, it's, you forget, you don't forget, but the core is there, but it doesn't. It dissipates all the yeah. energy. Exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. This, like, um, what was it? They got the new fucking, oh man, no, like, it's like more like, like, it's like that insistencion type music, that low bass, gritty okay. sound. I put, yeah. There's a name for it, I forgot, I do it now. That sound right now is trending like a mother. Like that's it's, a drill. it's not drill. Is it drill? No. Oh, no. You know what's like the rock, rap. It's like weird low beats. But not like on some old, not on some old Jay Z Lincoln Park. Like, no, no. You're talking about something one or two tall. I'll, I'll get the name for it. Kind of like punk hip hop, you can say. Okay. Okay. And, that's See, and again, it goes back to the whole you got punk hip hop, you got trip hop. You got, you know what I'm saying? It's French loud. And jazz, like think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, a hardcore, like it's yeah. Cholo mm -hmm. rap. I mean, think about it. If you look, oh my God, it's like, wow. It's, you got it's, country rap too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all the country songs, if you listen to them, they kind of rap a little bit. That's the ironic thing about country. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. The, the ones that are formatted with the crown, 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 crown. Yeah, they don't rap. But the up-tempo ones, you kind of hear it. They almost like rap. Mm -hmm. They're talking a story in their song. Yeah. You know? Well, the stories have been there. The stories have been there, even when there was just uh, melodies and things. Yeah. So, my peoples, y'all heard what Vic's playlist consists of? Drake featuring Drake. Drake on the hook. Drake in the intro. Drake in the shower, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> to start your day off right, I tell everybody, they be mad. Cause it's like Drake in the shower. So you, should, then, you should bump some Drake in the shower while you're starting your day. You know, I guarantee you start making more money and be more productive, <laughs> folks. Hell, somebody I needs think. to do a research group and have Sorry. 10 people start their day off with Drake in the shower and see what happens later. Let's see what happens. <laughs> if it's not Drake, it's Conway. Y'all know the deal. And Kanye West before he went crazy. Before, yeah, now he's not doing any more good music. The no. music went to something else, but um, yeah, yeah. Kanye was a, was a we need you back, Kanye. Like the old Kanye, Kanye. Yeah, the, or the, or the new version of the old Kanye, the new, yeah, the revamped <laughs> version, whatever you want to call it. Y'all know what it is. It's Bruce Beastie's. Y'all stay tuned. Eats, old head ed, Vic, major Drake fan, championing the Drake army. He might be a five star general of the Drake army. We just learned this. Y'all, yeah. thank you guys for staying tuned. Um, I hope I didn't lose too many of my purists with the Drake talk. <laughs> Trust me, it gets better.
<laughs> we have reached the eats portion. This is where we get to know my guests' food taste, um, what they like to eat, uh, what a uh, what a favorite meal is, what a, what a cheat day would consist of, what's that go-to dish, um, maybe even something that they don't like to fuck with, something that they come to realize that is not for them, um, what they cook, what they like to whip up themselves. I know Vic made a couple references earlier. He said, he said the, uh, the fried apples with some ice cream. No, just uh, that's just <laughs> no. metaphors for the for the, for the hip hop artists that are spitting bars. He was trying to draw the line. I'm yeah, spitting yeah. bars at them subliminally. They know already. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real, dope, Vic, man. Um, let's say you have a day, 24 hours, um, whatever you want from start to finish, from the moment you wake up to the moment you call it a night. Um, or, you know what I'm saying, or you decide to just go with just putting together the plan for world domination when it comes to this Sauce Kings thing. Run the cycle, huh? Like, mm-hmm. all right, if I wake up, because I'm up early, we don't sleep, we we vampires, you know what I'm okay. saying, we're in the culture. Um, if I wake up, well, I gain a lot of weight, I'm not going to lie, everybody knows, like, I've been like 170, 175 my whole life, now okay. I'm like 210, so oh, I'm wow, trying okay. to skin back down, gotcha. thanks to the COVID, you know. It just made you gain weight. It made new new entrepreneurs and new hustlers out of the system. Mm-hmm. So you had to be creative, you know, with your thought process. You know what I'm saying to the deliver to deliver your message. But um, me in the morning, I try to be light. I would like to start off if it's possible with a shake. Okay. You know, like a protein shake, not to keep. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second before you ahead, before you fire <laughs> off. I, I mean, respect to what you're yeah. doing, but I'm talking about that one that one day where you don't. Have oh, you to didn't worry. even care. You, you don't, don't have just to go worry crazy about calories. Yeah, like, yo, like yo, you're like oh, and that's how you know it's like that one breakfast that you like, yo, that's the one that calls my attention. Wow, that's the one. That's, that's, that's the it's, day it's, that I'm cra- talking I've about. I never been. It's crazy. I never. I never been. Uh, heavy on, on breakfast? I'm, yeah, yeah. I've never been heavy on breakfast, uh-huh. but uh, so it might still be a shake. <laughs> yeah, I, I do egg, egg, like eggs, bacon, or sausage. Got you. Like the the, the plain Jane, like two two bread, you know, maybe like a French toast. Okay. And then orange juice. That gotcha. that'll get me gotcha. like locked in. Nice. But I won't do quick. Like I said, I've never been crazy on my breakfast. My things are food and just because I have like a bad. Uh, stomach, my enzymes don't break down a lot of the food that's being okay. uh, absorbed. So you have to be wary of that. Time. Yeah, I like to do as much less processation that my stomach got to go through. So I do mm. like bland stuff so it can process it. Oatmeal too. You, gotcha. see, you remember good stuff, but we're talking about getting fat and being a pig. But <laughs> I, I do the eggs. I go that format for lunch. I do a Philly cheesesteak right there. Just yeah. onions, yeah. Uh, green peppers, mushrooms, crush it. All know? the food groups that you need. Yeah, right in one. And <laughs> double the cheese. You know, yeah. don't even play around. Just double the cheese so it could be a big mess drip. You know, <laughs> got that drip right here. Uh, that would be for lunch. Uh, for, but I do a lot of a different things. I do like Jamaican patties. I do like just okay. to go light because everybody's so far away from doing things. So I like to just absorb one meal where it won't be as much rice. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, gotcha. Uh, patty. Um, what else? A lot of a lot of chick will do like the dolphin fingers at Flanag- Flanagan's or just flats wings. You know, the dolphin fingers are seasonal. Wherever you go, so we'll do a lot of uh, like just. Yeah, finger foods, exactly. Okay. So you know, we always moving fast. So it's like mm-hmm. hard to sit down and enjoy that time. Um, for dinner, let me see. For dinner, uh, I would like to say like a, a, a great. I'm not a steak dude, but I like to say like a, a, a like like a, like a filet mignon medium or something. Okay. Like something like or like like a, um, a ribeye. 
Gotcha. Well, you know, medium, like, you know, you can see it red, but it's, it's so, f it's th 30 fatty, 70 meat, so yeah. you're going to taste some flavor on it. Now, if, if we're going, like, with coarse potatoes, um, um, like, um, some type of truffle sauce on the potato, depending, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to get mm -hmm. jiggy with it, they'll yeah, give, yeah, yeah. give you some more sauce. Everything's yeah. about the sauce. Um, <laughs> and asparagus. Okay. You know, like yeah. like you got to have a vegetable. That most of the time you get asparagus, or you, uh, they give you broccoli, but I rather yeah. go with asparagus. Oh, in the, in definition terms, we can add a dessert to this. Oh yeah, why not? Uh, why yeah. not? I mean, you ain't you ain't you said you don't sleep, so there's yeah, definitely yeah, another meal that can be had. For for uh, dessert, I would like to do like cheesecakes. You know, like a strawberry, raspberry, mm. guava, something yeah. along the cheesecake. Lie that, that family of cheesecake, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know what cheesecake at the end of the day does to you. You're gonna gain, you know, like a pound right there by looking yep. at that little thing. Yeah. So <laughs> before you before you even touch fork to the cheesecake, you're like, ah, oh, there goes a couple pounds right there. But yeah. if I, if I had a choice, where like it's funny, like if I had a choice, like if you say now restaurants, mm -hmm. like where would you go? Um, mm -hmm. I'll go to like Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Because their menu is just insane. Like they do the production of people that have on the floor to the chef. I mean, I studied their blueprint like crazy, so that's why I'm excited. But they got like, they got a chain, yeah, but it still doesn't taste like a chain. Every time you go to them, they deliver on the food. Mm. There's no mishaps. I never heard anybody say the food didn't taste good at Cheesecake. I got to no. put, I got to put a stamp on a Cheesecake because okay. I was there, I was there religiously. Yeah. I eat something I can't give, I can't give you the sauce on my menu, but you know, they got a few things that's, you can't, you can't, you can't go without from there. Now let me ask you a question: Every trip to Cheesecake Factory, did you have a piece of cheesecake when you was when you was hitting it like that? Most, most, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Most of the time, yeah, I say like eighty nine. Because I know their portions are crazy, so you have to strategize. You know, you gotta plan ahead. The trick for that is less liquid. You like that? See, you like free game. I be trying to tell you, just like the energy is all around you. But can you absorb it? So yeah, that's liquid. That's the trick. You drink it two pool, thirty-two on thirty-two on. That's it. They want more space. A little bit of water, a little bit of juice, a cocktail, a little bit of blah 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 blah. You good to go. Focus. You good focus to go. on the solid calories. Yeah, and yeah. remember that apple pie with ice cream on it. That's if you understand food, that's luxury right there. If you go into the country, that's what they serve you: apple pie with ice cream or or, or shortcake. You know, yeah. like. The, the little like corn muffin kind of uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the corn, rabbit, yeah. that's it that's your strawberries preference and a little whipped topping on it that's your preference of choice that'd be good and that's it you get busy in the kitchen I've seen I follow yeah. the story so uh, you already know so and, and you've gone beyond chicken it's not just chicken yeah we get fly we get fly yeah you what's, know, what, what's the, something you take pride in when you whip up in the kitchen not, I, it's funny I take pride in what I do regardless but um, what I do is like I'll just see people's menu. This is the game. I just see, like, I look at, I read a lot. So I look at three menus, I see the ingredients. So I see what's the common denominator of these ingredients. And then I say, well, what am I really looking for? Then I'll add my little, mm. can't really talk about it. So no, then they're going to steal the sauce. 11 herbs and spices. You know, credit, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you flip this with this, but you can see the ingredients stay the same. Like when you make. The core. The core eggs, ingredients. You make stuffed shells. Mm. Now, when you make stuffed shells, you know, yeah, we put the key fact that some people put sugar inside the sauce to make it taste better. So you're adding sugar to cut back to, on the acid for the sauce. For it don't mess up your stomach. Mm -hmm. So a lot of tricks, you know, and uh, shrimp. That that's my thing. Shrimp will fit for the healthy diet. You know, gotcha, like gotcha. chicken is for easy. The, yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. off that 200 plus. 
coming up, trying to get down yeah. with the white rice and then the gravy on top of it, you know, mm -hmm. I'll call that. Like, and then with a fruit, I always need like a fruit, like a sweet fruit, like okay. a banana um, or, or like a pineapple. So something citrusy after when you're done eating, then you you could absorb that and calm down the stomach. You know what I mean? Dope, dope. The shrimp, a shrimp. Um, my thing's like a lot of Italian. Like I mean, we know the, the Latino flavor, so mm -hmm. like no point in doing the same. No, we know. Yeah, that's why I was gonna. I wasn't gonna bother and ask you like, yo, what was the you know the early on because we are. I, I know where I stand. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I be doing. My it. friends be jealous every time I be doing like the the what is it called, honey, the shrimp thing. Me and her daughter are supposed to have a competition. The tacos. No, 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 not that. The shrimp thing. The shrimp creoles. Then I brought it to the house, and me and his daughter are supposed. Ceviche. Ceviche. Oh, ceviche. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, I do a different style. They're like, oh my God. And I'm like, dude, that shit is it's so easy to whip up. Yeah. Like, but I mean, technically, it's not cooked. It's it's the marinade is what. It's what's supposed yeah, yeah. to do. do So there, yeah. And then whatever else you're adding to it. Like, sometimes, like, let me give you a trick here. Some, 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 watch this. This is deep. This is like breaking all the rules, but I'm oh, going to like, like, you know, watch this. We be like, yo, this nigga's out there. You know the 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 olives. Some people don't like olives. Okay. Right. Yeah. But the juice, the brine, the olives, right? Yeah. Pour that into some ceviche. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, I mean, that's I'm not hard. a big ceviche cat, but my people out there who enjoy ceviche, try to get back to me. They, Bruce beats the letter N eats at Gmail. Let me know how that works. They never even heard of that. They yeah. never even heard it. I'm telling you, it takes the flavor to a different level. Of yeah. course, a little bit of orange, whatever you're going to call it. It's a little fucking lime, 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 onions, and all that other stuff. It's like the same way, like, you, 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 like I say, marination. When I marinate meat, it's like, it's got to be 24 hours. People don't understand that. It's got to be 24 hours. And I put it inside the refrigerator, and I flip it upside down. Flip it. I'm like every four hours. You you be like, what are you doing? And then when you taste it, then you understand that the makes difference sense. Yeah. of regular to this. This is the love that you put into. That's you gotta put love into the food. Yeah. The food doesn't taste good just because you add spices to it. Everybody mm -hmm. understands just because you follow the recipe. Oh, it's gotta, it's, you it's, gotta be the, your energy. Going back to energy, your energy is transferred into what you're making. If, you don't the, food, if you're not in the mood to cook, it's, it's gonna it's gonna good. reflect. Fact. That's why the ladies say when I'm cooking, I, I make it with love. And there's yeah. a little lady that they talk to. Got some, got some out green playing in the background. Con, con amor yeah. and more and happy, like cooking yeah. happy, not cooking mad, because then mm -hmm. that's how your food co comes out. So what I would like to say, to, like this is a trick uh, delivered to us by the Nicaraguans when we do like the. Um, what is it called? The Nika food? The meat that they do? Lomo saltado? Asada. The carne asada, right? The carne asada, right? Um, from our, my brother-in-law's family, like they want to open up a restaurant and do everything. We'll get to that point later on. But the way that they season that meat, I've never tasted that carne like that. And I eat everywhere. I've been to all these little places. Oh my. Well, what his mom does is crazy. She puts orange juice and another, I can't say, ingredient into that meat in a pot for 24 hours. Let that meat grab that sucker and then cook it. She doesn't even add salt to the meat because yeah, it's already inside yeah. that seed. Nothing, it's amazing. Wow. It, and that's why she's like, I know what's up at my restaurant. Everybody is going to come get that meat. But you got to put the work in the meat. You just can't buy the meat and go like, you know, the yeah. work, the pre-marination process I, of it. I get, I get that feeling whenever I'm working through a recipe and it says, uh, yeah, marinate. For at least a half hour, and it's like, it's like, 
I know that they're judging me. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like, yeah, if you want to, you can marinate yeah, for yeah. half an hour, but you should really. But if you want easy. to, yeah, yeah, so I, I sit there, I'm like, yeah, I, they, they write that on there just to satisfy to those who, yeah, 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 yeah. who are like, oh, wait, well, that's enough. That should be enough, and I can just move on to the next step. Yeah. Like, I you understand that it's like, nah, it takes a little more for this to soak in um, and to just to permeate and do the meat and then actually have, you know, add the flavor to it. So mm-hmm. so that half hour nonsense, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't no, do it. Like, when I look at the, the recipe, sometimes I laugh. I'm like, there's no way. It's two right. to four hours. Well, I was living. Well, I was living what time in Morgantown? Remember, um, this is in West Virginia, or whatever. Um, oh so, shit! Shouts to West Virginia, St. Albans. All that's right. that's Doug V over there. I got footprints over there on the ground. Okay. We was there for a long time. Right. I know who we are. Um, but I remember somebody came into the house. I, I can't recall who it was. Maybe to put the cable on and to fix something with the light. And yeah. I remember I was doing like I was doing some Italian stuff. And the dude walked in the door and was like, "Are you a chef?" Are you a chef? I never smelled this in my life. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this dude's boss. But that's how good the salt. I had, I had the salt going with some green peppers and onion, mm-hmm. and just alone that smell and yeah. a couple other things, you know, in the yeah. cupboard. We always stay with the sauce, mm-hmm. always different types of sauces and herbs and spices. So, you know, basically to my taste, like my grandmother taught me, and that guy was crazy. Now I'm like, look. I'm just getting to to put the sauce now. Remember the sauce. That wasn't, that wasn't even the finished product that he was. That he was it wasn't even the finished product. He just. It was just in the air. Aroma went crazy. And he was already. He was. He went crazy. It just it makes your taste buds water in your mouth. You already yeah, know. Yeah. I said I got you. Just give me like about two hours, three. Cause I'm gonna put the noodles later. I'm gonna just let the sauce. Remember, the ingredients gotta break down. I don't want to even talk about this, but science, the electrons, the neutrons, and the protons inside the food, got it. it's, it's different. It's di- you know, low heat, let it do its thing. That's what they say. Remember, to stir the sauce, guys. You know, seeing all these movies, man, they, that's all I'm trying to tell. You're stirring the sauce, and you guys are mad like, stirring it. You're stirring it. And they're like, what's wrong with the guy? He's in the kitchen still. He's stirring the sauce. That's all. So that night, I was stirring the sauce. Homie came back. I gave him a plate for him and his wife. He loved it. And I'm not even a chef. I didn't go to school. You know, I didn't. But like I said, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to apply it with 100%. What you do know. Exactly. Yeah. And take it to the And just read real quick, like, what are the ingredients? You know, mm-hmm. and then you kind of know what, what, when you add that ingredient, you know the part and what temperature. You know, like, you got to add garlic at the end, dogs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. You can't add garlic right now. You got to add, that's a minute and a half, two minutes cooking. Yeah, yeah garlic is done. That's the flavor. You can't have garlic cooking for an hour. People no. don't understand. Yeah. That's it. And, and again, recipe to tell you, throw that in from the beginning. It's like, nah. I'm, uh, Bro, you said it. Can't the talk. Reason, you're not a chef, but you make it happen. And like we said earlier, it's the common denominator. So you once you get familiar with that, it's just a matter of you moving from one. Even though it's not, a, it's not, it doesn't tell you that that's the way that's made, but you find the common denominator and you just transfer the knowledge from, from one dish to the other. One dish to, and, and I started incorporating like a lot of Indian spices now, so I'm I'm, okay. I'm in the cumin program. Like, okay. That, that cu- I don't know how to pronounce it right. Oh, cumin, cumin, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's badass. Yeah. You know, a quarter teaspoon, one eighth of a teaspoon, mm-hmm. just a little. Yeah. You know, from Give the top. Give a little exoticness. Yeah. So yeah, well so, yeah, I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I like. To keep it healthy, like, you know, now I gain weight, yeah, but before I wake up in the morning, run, do my food, so electrolyte my body first, like mm-hmm. I said, put all the electrolytes back in, yeah. charge my body, recharge it, and then head out the door, and then, like I said, let your body process, because we're not made, we're not made, everyone knows, kind of, if you do the research, we're not made to process meat, 
mm-hmm. we incorporate it. Yeah, we're yeah. made to digest, like every other animal, we're carnivores by choice. They made us carnivores, so you know, we're supposed to be vegetarians, you know, whatever. Mm. So, one meat, and then try fruits or something bland, you know, like oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, so you're not trying to you're not trying to process two of much. the same time. You're yeah. not. You can't, it's hard to, for you to break it down. If you look at the cycle, how long it takes for you to break down pork chop, how long it takes for you to break down chicken, mm-hmm. steak. Well, that's all. That's why yeah. people start blowing up because your body's mm-hmm. not processing the foods. Yeah. That's so all. You end up storing it. You're yeah. eating it, yeah, but yeah. you're not processing. It has it. its effects on it later. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's the. Yeah, Shots to the dread. There was a dread back in the day I used to work with, and the guy told me and he was vegetarian. And uh, of course, I'm like full swing carnivorous, yeah, like yeah, yeah. coming from a Hispanic household. Like, you can't tell, yeah, it's yeah. got to have. If it has a handle, it's even yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really know. And, uh, and he would tell me, he's like, just remember this: that if you're if you can't break it down by chewing it, he's like, you'll spit it out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you don't want it going into your system, and it makes sense. Now, did I follow that advice? No. That's a whole other story. No. But regardless, it was advice given. It was yeah. free game, like you like to say, Vic. Man, we talked it up, yo. We ran through it. Uh, we got to know Vic, Sauce Kings, day one, 32 years at this. Uh, you guys are starting to see it now. It's flourishing. Trust me, it's flourishing. Um, you tasted the beers. You gave us your thoughts on the beers. You ranked them for us. We talked Drake. I'm not even going to call it the beat section. <laughs> <laughs> you call this, it, this one was called the Drake section because I was here. That's all. That's all. It's Bruce Drake's and Eats. You see that H? Are <laughs> <laughs> you underground, guys? You see that we made a difference today here. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't know how many people's mind frames have changed, but definitely there's a hell of an argument made by Vic but over here. I do want to say something. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you get back Please, to it today. Watch this. Just remember, everyone's girl likes Drake. See how easy I put that? Look, at even he agrees. Everyone's girl. <laughs> that was their that, daughters. That was, that was, not my that was not my agreement. Whether face. they want to accept it or not, Drake right. is playing somewhere. You just don't know. In that the is car. true. That is true. You that statement me? is true. But the old somebody has some a woman in their life that likes Drake. That agree, uh, was an agreement. I, I want. I'm like that's still out for jury. You know what I'm saying? It's like the verdict's not in on that one yet. But regardless, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Y'all know what it is. I like to thank Sig Vic for taking the time, sitting down, talking it up with me. I like to thank you, the viewer, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know. It's on all streaming platforms. Get over to YouTube. That's Bruise Beats and Eats, the podcast. Subscribe. Hit the notifications. Yo, shouts to the whole SFMG. Like yes. I said before, WBCC, Union Sushi, South Florida Media Gang, Us vs. The Fuck. Anybody involved with, with producing content that falls under the label, we are Miami. We are Miami. That's right. So, um, we are Miami. Like I said, shout out. Hashtag S F M G.